Ladies and gentlemen, it is the kid XAB, and I'm here with the wonderful Kimber. Hey, it's Kimber. <laughs> and we are here with Tyler McRae. How are you doing? Hey, I'm doing good. I'm happy to be here. Excellent. So this is another episode of Dad Hats and Bowties, episode 20. And we got a lot of surprise babies that we're going to talk about tonight. Jesus Christ. <laughs> so before we get into the festivities, as always, we are going to have our icebreaker. So Memorial Weekend just passed. Mm-hmm. Um, so I want to know what everybody's favorite Memorial Day cookout song is. Like that cookout song that you have to hear when you're out there for Memorial Before Day. Before I let go. Oh, you doing a Beyonce? You getting, <laughs> a, on, Beyonce? Like, you getting a Beyonce the already? The Beehive will be up in here if I don't say that. Come on. <laughs> Kimber, what you got? Well, you know. Bob Marley? I'm black. Yeah, like you that. know, like I'm black, but I'm like... Jamaican black, so mm-hmm. any Barry Salmon, any Buju tune, any you oh know, God you know, my uncle's Jamaican. Something along those lines, of, like we don't really do the whole like Luther Vandross. We don't really who do does that. Luther Vandross at the barbecue? I saw a wonderful meme. With live footage of, yeah, of them singing Never Too Much, and they said, Oh, Never Too Much. Yeah, and they're like, they want to find the much, blackest yeah. cookout never possible. That's a vibe. Yeah. <laughs> right. That's that black cookout. I respect I, it. Like, it's I don't know what vibe. that's like, but you know. Um, Outstanding. I got to hear that. Gap Band. I can't. <laughs> yeah. Outstanding. Got to get that. I'm going to knock you out. <laughs> with that choice, but okay. All right, cool. So. Let's get straight into it. Um, well, first, Tyler, can you tell everybody who you are, what you got going on? And yes. um, I know yes. you got an announcement that you got to make. Ooh, yeah, um, which actually I'm still cultivating right now. So I'll let you guys know at the end. I'm still deciding on the date. Okay. But I, I pretty much know in my head. But um, So my name is Tyla, mm-hmm. and um, I've been in the music industry for, I guess it's been like six or seven years now. That's wow. crazy. That's lit. Um, yeah, so I've worked with like, you know, a lot of your faves, um, shout out to like Shaggy and mm-hmm. his camp, um, done a lot of like voiceovers for them and things like that. Lit, lit, lit. Um, you know, a little bit of writing for some of your favorite, uh, VH1 artists and, and things like that. Um, so this year I was like, okay, enough is enough. I got to put out my own project. I'm stepping out. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's time. And, um, I've just, I don't know, God's just really been with me the whole way, and I'm just so grateful. So I have an album coming out, um, 523 Fairy Tale. Right. And I'm super, super excited. It's basically like um just the story of of 
where I've been in the past, you know, six years from, you know, love, mm-hmm. uh, the industry, um, family, right. and just, you know, it's telling the story in a very um, purposeful way. It almost gives you kind of like a musical vibe because I have a lot of like interludes. It's very like interlude heavy. I love interludes. And, so that sounds yeah. like... Interludes be the best part. That's, <laughs> that's the part that you remember. You got to go back to that Drake shit. <laughs> just because you feel the vibe from that. Like, damn. I remember banging the phone on her just like that. <laughs> got to listen to Drake just I like that. I got a record that. like that. <laughs> <laughs> we do. So, so what inspired the title? Well, five, two, three. Okay, so, so la- five, two, three. Yes, yeah. Like, what's the significance behind that number? Okay, because so- at first I'm like, wait, <laughs> she's saying she's gonna drop it on May 23rd, but then I'm like, oh, that's well, that, already. That was what was supposed to happen, but we all know how the industry right, goes. Sometimes right. it doesn't always go as smooth as we would as like. Planet, for sure. Um, but five, two, three is my birthday. Okay. Um, yeah. Happy belated. Thank you. It's my birthday. But also, like, when you start to see your birthday and things like that around, it's just kind of reinforcing the fact that, you know, there's a purpose while you're here. right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and so I was actually, when I first came to New York, you know, I was doing my music thing. I was in college. And then I ended up dropping out and, you know, just going at it wholeheartedly. Somewhere along the line, I ended up um, stripping mm. um, to just kind of say it. <laughs> Listen, man, ain't, you know, shame, just, ain't no shame know. in the game. You got to make it happen sometimes. You got to do what you got to do. I mean, honestly, yeah, you know, <laughs> I, and I ended up in the game and, um, you know, it was paying really Shit, well. when I miss some bills, you know what I mean? I'll be thinking about them gigolo <laughs> spots real quick. <laughs> swing a ling a ling. That's going to be my name, too. Swing a ling a ling. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's my okay. stripping name. That's kind of, I like that. You like that, right? <laughs> Can't lie. I mean, it's hot. I mean, you know, that's what you're trying to do. Swing a ling I just me. hope you have something to swing. I need all of y'all to call me swing a ling a ling from now on. That's it. Swing a ling. All right. I will oh do no gosh. such thing. But, but you no, know, so it is what it is. You have yeah. to take care of yourself. You know. Well, you know what? The crazy part about it is, you know, and I have a record that's called Club that really kind of taps into that. Mm-hmm. And I have, you know, I have other records that kind of hit on the fun side of it. But a lot of things that people don't really talk about with dancers and people in that life is, you know, everybody knows it's a lot of alcohol. There are right. drugs that people don't really talk about. But there's just this emotional toll that I feel like it definitely takes on your life Mm -hmm. that is not really addressed, you know? And I just, when I broke out of that, that's when I started seeing that number. When I decided, you know, to just kind of quit, I started seeing five, two, three everywhere. And I was so scared because I didn't have any money saved up when I quit, anything like that. And I was just seeing five, two, three everywhere. And I felt like it was just God telling me like, it's okay. I got you. I'm not mm. going to let you fall. You know? Yeah. Well, listen, like I always say this and it's not so much the industry itself, but I do respect dancers solely because of what you said. Like it is a lot of things that they go through that aren't addressed. A lot of times people just, a lot of times people either judging dancers or they're basically, they think it's like some fun job that girls just get into because they got a nice body and they mm-hmm. think they can sell it. But there's a lot that goes into it. And that doesn't yeah. mean that I'm like saying that that's what I would suggest people jump into. Mm-hmm. But what I'm saying is like that job is not an easy job. It is yeah. not just about fun and this and that. And the third, like swinging on a pole or, or being in a club or having people touch you all day long. That shit ain't it. Like that's, yeah. that's a lot that you it's have to like take home. It's like selling dope. I mean, obviously there's different levels, you know what I'm saying? But yeah. it's like, 
at the same time, it's kind of one of those glorified jobs. It's a lot of money involved. And everybody thinks, oh, yeah, I'm about to just do this real quick and I'm going to be the next, you know, whatever, yeah, like I'm cartel about- leader yeah, yeah, yeah. or, you know, I feel whatever. like we just and need to get past always that, that as a whole and just realize that the fact that anyone should have to resort to stripping or drug dealing mm. is a problem in and of itself. Oh, yeah. Mm. Everything yeah. else is just a distraction. Like, why are we living yeah. in a world where that's what people, talented people such as yourself, have to resort to right to get through the, through and that's something like why well, I gotta pop my puss just mm-hmm. to get you know just to get just to get some bread yeah <laughs> I like eat that's, my nigga yeah. Yeah, that's sure. something I definitely want to do like as I go on in my career is like create you know a foundation for young women and you know young men to where they can pursue their dreams and right. have the funding to be able to to do something like that without having to resort to things that are either illegal or just you know, not something that you want to have to really resort right. to. But, but I'm okay key. being called swing-a-ling-a-ling, so, <laughs> you know, all y'all out there just holla at the boys, swing-a-ling-a-ling. Hit me up in the DM. I'm oh not responding God. unless it's swing-a-ling-a-ling, all right? <laughs> That's where I'm at with it. Okay. But, <laughs> it's like my secret desire to have to a free, oh. no, like a free hot chocolate and like pastry truck Where that drives around okay. and like gives it out like all the hoes on the stroll <laughs> free hot chocolate free coffee free food like that's what i want to do well, like that'll be my philanthropic the is a whole nother beast in yeah. itself <laughs> yeah all right, so i wouldn't spe- put myself in that category <laughs> speaking of the stroll um anybody been watching this jordan jordan woods rebrand because this rebrand is crazy. <laughs> I need us to really acknowledge the rebrand and the craziness that's gone into it. She went from, literally, she took the Kim Kardashian school book and flipped it. I mean, it's about time. But I just feel like there was a lot that she didn't really say on, on shout table. out to Alex Rogers, Jada's business. <laughs> that's, you know, she, I feel like there was a lot. That actually went on that she, you know, I just felt like, oh, yeah, you know, you lying. She was lying about that. Like, sure. you know, I was just looking at her I like mean, a, like an angry mom just watching her say, you know, like she had her legs crossed over his. She was lying. Bitch. She I mean, was lying. But, come but on now. Here's the thing. I'm Whether, still not And I'm that. not saying what happened, you know, or what didn't happen. But at the end of the day, she's a she's young. She was. You 20? You know, she's yeah, 20? she's like not even. I don't even think she's 21. Like. People make mistakes and I don't know, you know, I don't know what happened or, or what didn't happen, but I feel like it just panned out the way it did. And I think it's nice that she at least has a support because it's not easy to be in front of millions, not thousands, but millions of people and have people like judging you and telling you, you know, things that they probably did before or I mean, their cousin been in or her best position. friend, you yeah. know? Yeah. Everyone's been well, in the Well, let's mix. just catch, catch everybody up as to all the new developments. So- I'm sure most people are aware already. Jordan Woods was the girl who what what Kardashian was it was it Chloe Chloe Kardashian the pound um, puppy. She's with with Tristan Thompson who just stays cheating on her. He don't give two fucks about it. He trying to get out of that marriage, Nigga but shit. she's not trying to let him go. So Jordan Woods was the girl that was accused of being the one that cheated with Tristan Thompson. She went on the red table and said that she did not cheat um, with him. That she, she caped for Tristan, essentially. She went over. She she uh, went to his table, his section. Everybody went to his house and they had a house party. She fell asleep. And, you know, while she was there, there was a moment where she had her leg over his, but nothing more than that. 
And then she left at seven in the morning and on her way out sure, Jen. to leave, he kissed her on the lips. And she sure, was shocked Jen. at that moment because <laughs> she didn't expect him to do so. Sure, Jen. So there she went on the red table. She told her piece. But now she's a national figure. Her her followers went up to like five mil from nobody knowing who she was. It was not that low. She it already was, had millions. I didn't know who she, she was. She did not already have no she millions. She definitely had millions here. for sure. <laughs> she went up to five million she from like maybe five hundred k. Nobody no knew what a Jordan Woods was. I thought that she was, was a black amount. Like I, I thought that was some new strand of weed. Uh, a Jordan Woods. You got that Jordan Woods. So Could like have been a casino yeah, too. Yeah, it does sound like a casino. Jordan Woods. Like yeah, I didn't like know it was Fox a person. Woods Junior. Jordan Woods. So um. She went from there to now she's going to be on Grownish, And I'm telling you, she got the No, but up. you know what? Let's be honest, though. When you have a best friend breakup, don't we all? It's like a it's like breaking up with a boyfriend or a girlfriend. Like you rediscover yourself. You have to go throw yourself into something. That's so, true. I mean, you know, maybe she's just finding herself and as I, an individual. This is the Kim Kardashian <laughs> playbook all over again. Kim was best friends. With Paris Hilton, then she had the sex tape come out, she became a national figure, and then she was thrown in everything. That's how she built her brand. Jordan doing the same thing. I mean, I think everything Ooh. great repeats itself. Fashion repeats itself. History repeats. The Kim so Kardashian great. incarnation is not a great moment in history. <laughs> you know what? I say this as, you know... A divine protector of the heart of Kanye West. But, <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. It's just, to me, it's all just whatever. Great for her. It's real cute. She I has her makeup it. brand. She you looks know? great. Yeah, no, she's so very too. beautiful. So, so like, her coming out and sharing her story, I'm glad it opened up those doors for her. I like them her. all. Like, I really, they, I like them all. They're all individuals. People go through crap. It's nothing People like we said. People definitely go through crap. It's nothing we haven't been through on one level or another. Listen, Listen, whatever no. happened between her and Tristan, I think that's something that like it's a mix. That, yeah, and <laughs> and for Chloe to be acting like, oh my God, you were such and such best friend, we can never speak to you again. I think that's bullshit. I think that's all for the for especially the with new how season. they did Black China, right? So I think that's all oh, for I the love new season. How Angela is. Yes, girl, coming out. I see you on the couch with Wendy. Yes, I love it. So I just, I just think, to me, I love the fact that you know, dark melanin sister took the Kardashian rule book and flipped the shit. I ain't mad at it at all. I just want her to do like one proactive commercial or maybe Neutrogena. I just I'm see her so doing done. that. That's all. I see her doing that too. You know, bringing back the grassy real quick. Little, yeah, you know, you know a little something. Euphoria, you know, Drake yeah. is starting Euphoria. Get up on that, Jordan. Yeah, good for um, you, Jordan. All right, so we got some surprise babies. I really need to know how you ladies felt about Trey Songs coming out two weeks ago with his baby boy. I need to know. <laughs> I mean, you don't care because you, you you're know different. Cute. I don't was care. So cute. And I actually have a really funny story about that. Because I was definitely on my trolling vibes. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, they, <laughs> I had baller alert and everything, like looking on my story because when the shave room posted, they got like some details or whatever 
about you know the the young lady he had. I a don't baby know who the with. young lady is exactly, but they had put a hashtag up. So oh, you I was found like, it. You did what? the <laughs> I was all up in that hashtag. I was look. They wall alert was on my page thinking I was her. I was like, look, I don't care. You gotta <laughs> do what you gotta do to make it out here. So, anyways, I got a smooth little seven k. On a video, oh, hey, yeah, they hey. nosy people gotta capitalize. So, did you find out who it was? Nah, I don't know. Oh, mm. I mean, maybe I feel like me. that's no, the kidding. best way though, because you know, <laughs> maybe maybe it's me. Oh. Baby mothers, they always mm-hmm. get dragged in the media, even if they're not really known. They're always just gonna be seen as like, you know, if she's busted, that's what the problem. is. That's why they haven't shown. But her nine times out of but ten, she's not. Really oh, the babies is all. The babies are always gonna be cute. Nine times out of ten, she's not. The only one we've known to have busted baby mothers is like Usher. Yeah, but he, Drake's baby mother wasn't what you expected. But Drake's she baby does mother. porn. So I don't it's think like, men really. She, I don't know. I mean, I think looks are important, but I notice a lot of men don't end up with that ten that you would think they would end up. I with. mean, hmm. it could I be like think, a you know, like you know the road is just paved with popped condoms. Like maybe you know someone poked some holes in some condoms, and this that. is the person that can, it's like a raffle. I'm you telling know? you. Or so maybe personality. Chris Brown wasn't more. really proud of his baby mother. He didn't want that information out raffle. there real quick. It's a raffle. Drake, Drake the same thing. He was trying to fight that for like two years. <laughs> and, and now well, we got Trigger okay, so who you not tell showing. Me, so you tell me this as a man, then why would you have unprotected sex with somebody that who you said it was unprotected want. we don't know if it was unprotected like though. you really think these women aren't so, sitting in hotel rooms poking holes in condoms you really think all of that's where check. all these baby mamas no, came I from think, no listen no, i think but this is what a lot I think. of these it's men are out here not wrapping it up there's two ways it's going Absolutely. down it but like there's two ways it's going down people are either signing these documents is like, yo, if you do non-disclosure, you guys, you know what I mean? That ain't really happen. Or the condoms are popping and well, all the girls right. are like, yeah, I'm, but, not, I'm not doing it. And then yeah, they may not the be. Industry but is even like if it does pop, with... though, you don't know how to pull out. I don't know. Some, I don't know. Some you know these guys I'm ain't just saying, <laughs> though, if it's a person you don't even know like that, that's how that's you move That's crazy. We had a whole conversation on a, a previous crazy. episode where <laughs> I said the same thing. But I can tell somebody, listen, if you having sex at the rate that I'm assuming a lot of them are, mm-hmm. there are times where you probably too lazy to pull out. And then we're talking about drunk <laughs> nights. We're talking about high nights. We're talking about Molly's. Yeah, coke-fueled <laughs> nights. Coke-fueled <laughs> The industry is not a wholesome place. We know I that. I think it's wholesome, but I just think like you got to do better. Facts. But no, some of them can do better, and it's just like I said, a it's raffle. A fast life. Like, I understand. You yeah, know, you true. fuck a bunch of people, like maybe fifty-two people over the course of nine months, and then one or two will pop up pregnant. It's like that testosterone, because me, I'm not built like that. I'm not even gonna hold you. If Shorty is like bad, bad, you know what I mean? Like, you might want that kid. You, okay. Not <laughs> even, but you might just last in there a little bit longer. You might just lay there for a second <laughs> and then think about it the next day when you over the sex. You know, you over the sex. Like, damn, I really just bust. Oh hey, gosh. shorty, uh, what's what's up? Like, probably don't even remember what happened. Probably honestly. don't even just remember that moment. That and when I'm you're learning a lot today, yeah. I'm learning a lot. And when you're at that point in your life where you're making millions and billions of dollars, you've seen the world. There's no one you can't have. There's nothing you can't do. You get to a point where it's like, you know, you Charlie Sheen a little bit, where you're like, fuck it. No, no, no. And if it's not an STD, it's gonna be a baby. <laughs> 
<laughs> well, yeah, I've been the only babies I care about is future. Now listen, I'm not saying all 36 of them. I'm just I'm just <laughs> counting. I'm just counting. I'm not saying that that's the life I want. I'm just saying that's the life that's out there for some okay. people. That's you know true. what I mean? That's but, a fact. So so what you wasn't you wasn't hurt? Because I saw a lot of hurt women when they mean? saw the baby. Um, you know what? Trey Song's supposed I to be a bachelor remember, forever. <laughs> no, I remember Trey Songs when he came to Augusta, Georgia. And I don't even and I don't want to like air his dirty laundry or anything like that. But he just had this moment that I'm not going to really speak about, but it was an embarrassing moment on stage. Mm-hmm. Come on now, I'm going to know. No, I mean, because I don't think... Don't I, worry, he's still going to do a track with you. Come on with it. <laughs> he's still going to do a track with you. I'm not going to go into the details, but it was just an embarrassing moment on stage. And ever since then, I kind of just wasn't really like... Attracted? Yeah. Like... I mean, I think he has amazing music. I was, you know, we can definitely do a collab one day. Shout out to Trey Songs. Congratulations on the baby. But um, I wasn't heartbroken. Mm. Let's put it like that. <laughs> I saw a lot of girls. So then I'm guessing like a girl came up on stage, turned him out a little bit. He probably came in his jeans and you saw it. <laughs> that definitely didn't happen. That is a very creative story. <laughs> That's what I'm guessing. Because like an embarrassing moment on stage. Listen, she already tricked Shane Room and stuff. You're not getting nothing out of her. She know how to maneuver all through this joint. Heard you, sis. All right. So the baby. We get, we get to some more babies. The baby. I'm going baby The baby. baby. So the baby mm-hmm. just keeps fucking people up, shooting people and Ooh, killing people Jesus and getting Christ. away with it. <laughs> I mean, here's the thing. And that's another thing. Like, this industry is so small. Like, even with him, I went to CIAA like three, four years ago. Mm-hmm. And I saw him there. And he they were like giving out. That was when he was uh, Baby Jesus. Baby Jesus. Yeah. And they gave out this shirt. And it had a picture of him and like a crown with like thorns. And I was just oh, like, Oh, that is, was the, the, yeah, Jesus, like, the Jesus mixtape that yeah, he had. Yeah, I yeah. was like, okay, this is low-key disrespectful. So I ended up getting rid of the shirt. Mm-hmm. But it does go to show, like, if you really put that work in and you are resilient, like, it doesn't matter what nobody said. It Like, just run your race and right. don't give up, you know? But there was one thing I saw that he did. He, like, spit on somebody in a crowd oh, recently. That, I'm not, you know, I was all the way with you, but I don't, I don't know. I don't well, like see, stuff like that. The thing that I'm concerned about is I don't understand why people don't realize to stop testing this man. We just watched a whole 20-minute yeah, video I, I definitely about we had, they had someone who tried some to run up on him on Walmart. He got shot. <laughs> and died. Yeah. R.I.P. We don't want any. I mean, I'm not condoning that, though. but yeah. you know what I mean. You pulling out on him, he pulled out on you. Facts. Then there was another situation where uh, he shot somebody in his home. I think somebody was trying to get in his home. <laughs> yeah. Then you know he beat up homie with the dreads, uh, cold hearted. Auntie with the dreads. Yeah, auntie. Cam Cole Hart was looking like he ain't know where he was at. He was so looking I'm like, like a Yo. Woman. Then they threw dollar woman. bills at him uh, two two nights ago. So. Stop testing that man. That man is but not. But do you think throwing dollar bills is that insulting? I guess for a it man, can be. for a it man. Can be. But even for a woman, because I think they did that to like Ashanti, and she was like not here. But for Ashanti, it. girl, you know you on that peach tree lump sum. Just get it. Just get it where you can. Just get it where you can. That's all. <laughs> Tyler's like, I'm not here for that. I'm just, <laughs> I'm just gonna be quiet. Just get it where you can. Listen, yeah, I, we, I mean, Ashanti, you know, I mean, you on she that. She came comeback. out with some nice visuals the other day. Actually, she did. She, she always Her does. Was she is beautiful. Beautiful. That's gorgeous. Nah, that song with Masha Montana's popping. Mm-hmm. I fucks with it. She's out here but in her mask we, costumes. Doing I mean, things. we're not going to deny the truth that she on her comeback journey. You know what I mean? It's a little bumpy. 
<laughs> we here to tell the truth, all right? All right. Hey, Ashanti, you can come talk to me if you want to. I mean, I, I don't think I said nothing wrong there, but um, but yeah, the baby, just leave leave that man alone. Leave the baby I alone. I definitely agree. <laughs> leave that. He's gonna yeah. kill. Leave the baby he's alone. gonna keep killing people and Let keep the baby off. tall he is. Nah, he don't look like he that tall. Probably I'm five eight, five nine. Ooh, that'd be depressing. Mm-hmm. He's definitely Get your not tall. ass whipped. <laughs> if he, if he didn't spit on those people, like I could work with that. Well, did he like, spit on them because mm-hmm. they threw the money at him? But either way, just to spit in general is like it is that's disgusting. Nasty. But people do it anyway. You people, know? listen, people. If if I don't know what I'm gonna do, like with people. That. I, me personally, I don't like spitting. Is like the lowest of the lowest. Yeah, but it's a, I don't know what disrespectful things they were doing to him. But if somebody throws money on you you gonna spit on them it That's depends on what they saying much. while they throwing the money on me i mean if you're gonna throw a dollar or a 50 cents then spit essentially equate <laughs> <laughs> like if you if you coming at if you calling me all types of i mean i would i think i would have preferred if he stole off on them like just like you know what I'm saying? If you punch them or you kick them, I think that's better than spitting on. Well, see the punch. The punch to me, the that's kick, a character thing. I don't know. The punch and the you know kick what I'm could saying? lead to I mean, a lawsuit. He's walking around in that's what true. is it? Like these little Hanes huggies or diapers? Yeah, like, I hope he stopped that. I don't. I, hope he I don't that expect shit. anything more. I'm just saying, like, if I go and punch you in the face, now you got a lawsuit. Now you suing me for millions. He clearly doesn't well, care about that. Spit is like a it's it can be, but it's People it's much harder to to prove that than. You gotta be, be like, on footage, on me knocking, right here. Like, <laughs> knocking you out. Like you can see me on footage uh-huh. knocking you out. That's the fact. So I mean, listen. Well, I'm, I God agree bless with you. The baby, you know what I'm saying. I agree with you. Spit is spit is extreme, but yeah. I just don't know what the I don't know what the situation. I bless that man and his journey. You know, facts. I'm, Ain't nobody. I don't even know the baby's music. I just know him for beating people ass. I did. Li- <laughs> I listened to some of his music, but I, right now, me personally, like I'm a Roddy Rich. Mm-hmm. Man, you know what I'm saying? Like that's my that's my guy. Like I be listening to him all the time. Like it keeps me out of my feelings. Like I haven't listened to Roddy. Oh yet. yeah, you gotta. I don't know any of these people, but I gotta say, if I was a recording artist or a hip hop artist, I've always said I'm not fucking doing any diss tracks. I'm gonna just run down on you. Run down. So I support the baby's decisions. The baby. <laughs> Let the baby take his nap. Run down, Kimba. That's it. That's it. Kimba the run down. That's it. So, I know y'all are ladies, but who y'all got for the NBA Finals? I don't respect or acknowledge basketball or any sports with balls as a sport. I like cage fighting and I like boxing. Real glory. (laughs) Tyler. I, I mean... I don't know. I'm, I do watch, oh but I'm not. Oh my God, y'all are trash. No, like I'm on my girl stuff. But no, I used to work at a sports bar actually. And mm-hmm. that's what kind of got my tolerance level up for like mm-hmm. all things sports related. So I can watch it now. You know, I don't know. Like, like you know, people I appreciate cuties, the talent. Like that, but I don't, I I don't appreciate know the talent. Like that, like I can that. see it. Like, you know, all the alley-oops, all the plays. I get it. I used it. to like John Wall. I used to like him. I liked, um. He's, he's still popping out here. Yeah. I liked um Birdman. Birdman from the Heat before they moved him. From oh, the, the yeah, one that yeah, does Birdman cocaine. Was, like I'm like, yes, I love that. Kimber likes all dudes that are on the fuck boy spectrum. I that love if it. They're, if they're <laughs> anywhere on the nice guy spectrum, <laughs> they're, they're no go. They gotta be six baby mothers doing coke <laughs> and something. Something fun. <laughs> you know what I mean? Listen, Warriors is gonna take this. Uh, uh, it's it's really plain as day. Okay. I'm actually missing the game because I'm here with y'all. 
But y'all are beautiful and amazing, Aww. so I, I don't mind. But Warriors And is, it's is just tricky. a game with a ball. Niggas turning their knees to dust, All running right, up relax. and down. There's like no glory. There's no It's mad glory in that. Like I feel like the military should make more money than the NBA. I feel like everybody should make more money than these sports teams. It's, it's entertainment. That's so. it. I don't see. I don't see the point. I like, like how can you really that break they it work down? extremely hard. And what kind of doctors? Because well, I don't want to go into the healthcare thing, but you know, I believe in like you know surgeons and things like this. that. But when it comes down to you know doctors, to me, it's like oh, no, I haven't a met scam. a doctor that really healed me. Unless I mean beyond like antibiotics. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I'm more a fan of the herbal route, anyways. Right. And I really wish that you know health insurance covered those routes because those are the routes that's really healing people. But health insurance you know? doesn't make money off of holistic Yeah, because healing. once they're healed, then yeah, they're the healed. medical industry is fucked, but I've had a Jamaican doctor for most of my life and he had um my best interest at heart. So mm-hmm. that's why I'm still standing today. But um yeah, as far as basketball and soccer and all those other yeah, ball related sports go, I'm it. just kinda like you know well, like when it really boils down to it. Do those points mean anything? It means a championship. No. In cap space. No. In, in no. money. It's fun, though. I don't like, think it's entertainment. Nothing. You know, it is fun. Anything in entertainment amounts to nothing. Give me a broken jaw, a cauliflower ear, a broken arm, but they a work broken hard, leg anytime. I'm sorry. I don't doubt that. Athletes, I see the genius. They work hard. I'm and sure. I know because yeah. even just being an artist, like, I have to do be about my music right you know, be in the studio and then turn around and hit the gym an hour a day for cardio so mm-hmm. I'm not winded on stage. Mm-hmm. Like, it's an athletic job. So I can only imagine, like, the dedication to be in the gym, like, five, six, sometimes seven days but a week. That's crazy. Music, like, to me, as a whole, just plays crazy. a greater part in society and on the psyche and on humanity as a whole. I say yes sports. and no because I read a book. Um, I'm trying to remember who it's by. I think it's Brendan Burchard or something like that. Mm-hmm. And it's about the highest performing, um, like high performance achievers. And it said that, you know, most high performance achievers work out at least three times a week. Mm-hmm. And so I think like athleticism is definitely super important. Like obviously we're talking about a basketball game or, you know, soccer, right. but... That, I don't doubt that. You know, for the a act second. of just act- athleticism. I yeah. think that's important. Athleticism know? is, but it's contribution to society. I don't think it, if we're really putting like a basketball on a scale, game versus a concert. To me, the, I mean, they the, can they can induce the same emotional response. I just think that when we talk about music and we talk about even movies and, mm-hmm. and to some extent. Energetically, it's on a completely different yeah, plane. Yeah, and, and I think there's messaging behind it, mm-hmm. you know, a lot of times. With with sports, there's not messaging behind it. It's it's you either attached to a team or you're not. There's no message for you to be greater. We build stories around mm-hmm. teams. We build stories around championships and what they mean to the city. Mm-hmm. And but I think like that's that. some, but, it's more about the what the individual represents. You know what I'm saying? So? Like... Like what the individual represents. So like LeBron James or someone like that, it's like they have a whole, like you said, the story of the community. Right. But we they build have, those stories. They don't intrinsically come with those stories. But, the, but it's their life. It is. But it that, is, that, that, that's not, that is not the sport itself. Right. Contributing to society. Like that is the games, it's individual just, contributing to right. society. So what LeBron James decides to do with the money that he gets from the sport 
is totally different from the sport itself contribute. What, what about what the sport the did for him? That's what I'm kind of saying. Exactly, that's individual. That's for him. I'm talking about for society as a whole. What does basketball existing do for society? Nothing. The game of basketball. What does Nothing. the game of basketball do for society? Nothing. What does it I feel like it puts a highlight on a lot of times underprivileged people. That's what it does that for had those to, people. I'm talking about for society But as a it whole. means something because it's, we're talking about role models. We're talking about role models in the world. Right, when Beyonce did Coachella, that, so for example. For example, if basketball didn't have as much money associated with it as it does, mm-hmm. what would it be doing for the people? But that's a big if, and, or but. No, it's not. We're saying it does. If, it a, does. if, I, if I write a book mm-hmm. and I put that book out to the masses. Uh-huh. That can change a whole society, aka the Bible, right? A bi- the Bible has changed society as a whole. Right. So there, there's something intrinsically in the book. What but I'm I, saying is the game of basketball itself, with no money, with nothing else associated with it, does not do anything. I disagree with you because there's a lot of underprivileged youth that with money. <laughs> no, people that don't have money, people at the no, YMCA the that of, it does a lot for. The game that of it keeps them from going to drugs or it money. keeps them from doing a lot of things. So to discredit athleticism like that, I don't think that's in my opinion. Not I don't. Discrediting I don't agree. athleticism. I'm, not you know what I mean? I'm saying is not. Not it doesn't just, contribute to society as much as entertainment. I guess we in agree to disagree or, in that case. Or movies. So you think it does as much as movies and at, as, as much as, as much as that's, that's the whole thing. Yeah. I think at, mm, like I think comparison. that's a subjective question. It's it's really I think it depends on the person. Because maybe it, you're more into you know arts or you're more into books or things like that. To a person that all they care about is sports, all they know is you know video games or something like that. It could be that whole world for them. There's a story and behind so that just, that makes it a world. The it game could, itself. It could be their own. Oh, okay. You're talking about I'm talking just about the, the game. Going out what the, the game, game is. Not the story know. that I'm... we build. What ESPN right. does is it builds a story. It does. So like with LeBron James. If LeBron James but wasn't not... built up to be the player that he was. Like when he. There was hype around LeBron James when he was in high school. Right. What he's going to do. He's going to change the game. Mm-hmm. This is what. Which he did. Built, yeah, he did. Right. Nobody's taking that away from him. This is what builds the hype that attaches a lot of people to the sport, right? There's a lot of sports out there. But that's the same thing with music. Do they not have marketing teams? Do they not have people sure, that build stories? Do they not yeah. have record labels that put billions I'm not of dollars over that. the what course I'm of saying, centuries into what I'm music? Saying Are you is kidding me? Yes. The music itself or without, decades, without that, the music itself without that still speaks to something. The thing about If you it write is, a song right now about heartbreak, you are still speaking to heartbreak. If yeah, I if, if somebody I play writes a song right now that's a trash song, that's you know, I'm there's still a message in the trash <laughs> for <laughs> someone, for somebody. But for me, it may not be. Right. I may so disagree. If I play basketball right now. Somebody could say, "Oh, that was a trash game." I don't care anything no, about no, it. Kind of no, like how you guys are saying if, right now. If, and no, <laughs> if I play basketball okay. right now, none of y'all are going to get a message. Out of me playing a game That's of not true. I well, disagree. What you get out of it? Wow, this person must have put in a lot of hours at the gym. Wow, this person must be a really Only hard worker. Only if I was nice. Wow. Okay, yeah. And I'm if you were trash. regular And regular the same people. thing with music. If a person is trash, I'm going to be like, that's a trash song. I got nothing from that. So but if even they're if there's incredible, a message in the song. Even if they if I think it's a trash song, it's a trash song. Even if a there could be a message in a trash a basketball player, there could be a what's message. What's the message in basketball? Dang, you need to put in more work. You need to practice more because mm, you trash. That's not a message. I ain't never gonna be like that. <laughs> that's not a that's message. That's a message. The thing that's about it. The thing about it is this. <laughs> the thing about it is this. What I've noticed is that a great deal of sports move very slowly. 
like if we watch baseball, all of those highlight reels and like the inspirational moments, yes, the well, moments that moves slow in general, the moments as that you're right, too, yeah. sure. But like as far as all the sports, golf, tennis, mm-hmm. all of the highlight moments, <laughs> just literally highlight reels. Music literally dictates society's overall mood, overall motive. Ever since, I don't know who said it first, but the fuck your feelings wave. Everyone's been on YOLO since Drake said it. Like music is way more powerful and it has way more of an impact. And as far as like, you know, basketball and all that shit, I just feel like it's literally just entertainment. It's very surface value. It's literally the Coliseum. It doesn't take away from, like I said, I can see the genius in the plays I can see how much they sacrifice. I can see how their knees go to hell every time they make those dunks. I get all of that, but I just don't acknowledge. Yeah, there's nothing being taken basketball. away from athletes, but in terms of the contribute, the yeah contributions, yeah. what where it comes from. That just because when you dedicate your life to that, there's a reason why you're dedicating your life to that. There's a reason why people go into football. If football made fifty dollars an hour. You wouldn't see people going into football. Right. People go into football because there's a fifty million dollar contract. In spite of cerebral hemorrhages and right. concussions and broken bones. And the way the NFL keeps that going is through inspiring stories. This kid, like you said, comes the highlight from the hood. reels. The well, highlight I also reels. think there's injuries that people don't talk about, like with vocalists. For oh, sure. absolutely. That you know they go through as well. So you know, I think. Look, the bottom line is. I think it's important to follow whatever you feel it is that God called you to this planet to do mm-hmm. and live through that. You know sure. what I mean? Because that's the only way that you're really going to be able to impact people. And, you know, as much as we all have our opinions at the end of the day, like we said, even with the baby, like, look, three, four years ago, he was still putting in that work. So you just have to, you know, focus, be in tune with God and be in tune with yourself and really just kind of tunnel vision. You know, because everybody's going to have their views. Definitely. Yeah, I think true. I think the uh, difference, though, is, yeah, I think that that's for the individual. I think in terms of the institutions, that's what me and Kimber are speaking on. Yeah. The institutions themselves, how they exist, if they existed in different ways. They're, the arts have been around for ages. The Coliseum has been around for ages. The contributions to society from each has been very different. The Colosseum in which there was combat. In in history. Yes. (laughs) You look through it through history. Colosseum used to be combat, like you said. Yes. They switched it to football, basketball, the sports, so that nobody's dying and getting mauled by tigers, (laughs) lions, and bears, and things of that nature. So, like, and then the reason why those things existed are kind of like, if you really want to dig into it, the Coliseum existed to distract the masses so that people wouldn't right. pay attention to politics right. and stuff. Ooh, we yeah. The now. arts and, and, entertain, and entertainment exist, existed for a message. Poetry, uh, Shakespearean literature, storytelling. A lot of those things were to try and get out certain messages. We could even talk about like Huckleberry Finn right. and how that was so contrarian to what was going on at the time because they had Tom, who was a black character who was getting out of slavery. So, like, that's kind of what we're speaking upon. Not so much that there isn't inspiration in sports. I think that, obviously, like, to have a kid come from nothing and be able to because that institution exists, that should always be the case. Um, 
I think I think it's just for me the highlight out of it is just the exceptionalism mm -hmm. that exists within it because people have no idea the sacrifice and the hard sure. work that it takes to, to be to be someone that is you know like on a yeah. pro level of anything. It's not easy to think I mean, it's crazy. <laughs> I'm five it's seven. Crazy. I know. <laughs> like, gosh, you know, even for me right now, I feel like that's what I'm kind of going through behind closed doors. Mm -hmm. It's just like training and preparing myself to be ready for tour. And it's like when I was a little girl, I never in a million years imagined it being this difficult. Like I, I thought like, oh, I want to be a singer. Yep, I'm gonna go, you know, sing my little doo wop, and that's you know, I'm be on. No, like yes. there's hours of you know practice, and if you want to be somebody like a Tina Turner or a Beyonce or a, apart, yeah, right? if you want to be sure. somebody that is a legend, I mean, Beyonce I mean, took what eight months for two hours. Eight, and you have to be Beyonce. like that. No, but you know what? There were the Tina Turners, the James Browns, the people that were. There was a whole generation mm -hmm. that had legend after legend after legend. After, and For the sure. question is like, what happened? And I think it's just the practice. People don't want to put that time in at the gym. Jimmy and I Hendrix guess that's never why I have so much down. respect. You know, when it comes to those athletes, because I'm like, people don't know how lonely it is to push yourself through some of those emotions when you want to leave, but it's like, no, I got to keep going because there's a bigger vision ahead. Mm -hmm. Or, you know, man, like, I, I just don't feel good today. Well, you let's know? not get it twisted. I think that's that. everybody on a smaller scale, you know? Like, I don't want to, I want to call out of work, but I have mm -hmm. to feed my kid. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and, and entertainment, let's not, like like you said, entertainment, let's not get it twisted. Any part of sports and entertainment mm -hmm. is, a, it's because of how the institutions are set up, they're extremely hard. Mm -hmm. Like, only special people get mm -hmm. through, not not because of luck or mm -hmm. or anything of the nature, but it's like hard work. It, yeah. Anything where you're putting value on something that people don't see value in. Like people think that if you're singing, you're singing. That's cool. Yeah, people like mm -hmm. to think that it's so instant like that and that is so like effortless. And it's like, yeah, that person that probably blew up on YouTube that day, like the girl um, that was doing like karaoke at her dad's bar. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you guys saw her. I haven't seen that. Recently. Yeah, she um, like blew up. She was like on all the talk shows and everything. And I'm like thinking to myself, well, actually, I saw she did an interview on Michael and Sarah. Okay. But okay. I think Kiki gotcha. Palmer was... Uh, it was Kiki and Ashanti actually that were on there and she was just saying like yeah like I've been doing this for like months right. and months and her you know battling with her family everything and her moment came from you know what I'm saying like yeah. something she didn't even wasn't even looking for and so I think it's kind of like that you just you can't really look for that moment you just gotta kind of do the work I think that's what and, makes, and let makes it, it the hardest thing because yeah. there's no blueprint right like mm -hmm. to become yeah. Uh, pharmacist, you do a couple of years of school, you get your degree, you start searching for jobs. Eventually, yeah. you'll get accepted into that that yeah. field. You want to be a teacher, you go, you get the degree, you go, you start applying, you get that job. With entertainment yeah. and the arts, there is no you like yeah, you can get a degree. You create the blueprint, right? Yeah, yeah you can get a degree mm -hmm. in it, but that has no guarantee mm -hmm. that your art will be accepted. You by have the to be the shit. That's it. You have to have something different to offer. Because that's literally what it's been all along. Everyone has had something different to contribute mm -hmm. that puts things in another direction and makes it more progressive. Yeah, and I agree. 
yeah, like fortunately, I feel like there are more and more people that are original, like truly original, truly unlike anything we've ever seen, yeah. such as yourself. Thank you. And we're moving toward, you know, less of that cookie cutter shit yeah. that mm-hmm. we've been seeing for mm-hmm. the past, I don't know, like eight you know, years. People are looking for substance right yeah. now. And like, that's why I feel so connected to artists like Roddy and even Kodak, even though he's a little crazy. Mm-mm, mm-mm. When you listen to his project, I mean, this guy is really incredible. And the thing is, you Kodak know, Black? With his music, I'm sorry, his music tells a story. <laughs> to me, it does. <laughs> it really tells a story. I mean, have you heard, uh, I think it's called Testimony? No. You need to. Before you judge, you should definitely check it out because... He did it live on Jimmy Kimball and so many people were like, wow, they really started to pay attention to him because he's just talking about like, you know, like kind of his battle with just like, you know, like his religion and, and the wrongs he's doing. And you know what I'm saying? Like he yeah. got deep with it. And and I I feel like I kind of went there, too, with mm-hmm. 523 Tale. Like it was important for me to do an album and not just put out a single or an EP this time because I wanted to like tell a story right you know what i'm saying from start to finish like it's a testimony you know what i'm saying like i wanted people to walk away like i got the message right 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 you know what i'm saying i mean my thing with kodak is is he's a rapist he he just just, that's where i'm on like that's my whole thing with him like that whole rape allegation thing (laughs) he does have a rape allegation pending right now yeah and he's not no snack so i don't I don't think for a moment that it's impossible that he had to rape somebody. Listen, my thing with with Kodak is just... um, And he's dusty. (laughs) I feel like he takes one step forward and two steps back. That's my thing with Kodak is... I like yeah. I do I do think he's yeah. raw I do think he's authentic mm-hmm. but every time I want to root for him he does something that makes me go this is why I didn't fuck with you in the first place yeah. that's my personal no I understand how you, I I yeah. do like I do like mm-hmm. some of his music I I I like his songs um but him personally like I said I feel like every time I'm ready to go in like when he went to jail and he got out this last time and he was like yo I'm a I'm trying to do different and better. And then he went out and started doing dumb shit. And then he had to say what he said to Laura mm. London. I'm like, bro, Laura, like, I'm yeah. trying to root, root for you. I'm trying to be in your corner. But every time I try to be in your corner, you got you make me be like, you know what? I'm good on that. You so, can't expect more it's from a re- less ass bitch. <laughs> you just can't. It's hard. It's hard to really address all of that because it's like, I totally relate to how you feel because I do want to root for him as well. And then I think it goes back to like the fact that at the end of the day, as much as like we want to place our judgments and stuff, it's like we have to hold that mirror up and like nobody is perfect. And I know that's like the shade room would want to have my head for saying that, you know, because everybody likes to go in on everybody and and I get it. But none of us are perfect. Absolutely. And, and it's areas yeah, of our lives. Has, I don't you think know, it has I mean, to do with the hiding or, your or hand that. and throwing stones. Like, I feel you yeah. on that. And I get that you're more open minded and more forgiving. But I just feel like I don't like it either. I'm not saying that like, I, I know, you know, yeah. agree. But there is yeah. like, you know, I feel like this generation just doesn't have any brought up. See, 
And I feel like there are things, regardless of, it's not about judgment. It's just don't keep making the same mistakes over and over. There's certain things that are right, and I can condone and say that Mm -hmm. I'm 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 okay with. Or against. And there's certain things where I can say, you know what, that's not for me. Like, (laughs) but I feel like there's a whole thing going on, like with the whole canceling thing. Everybody wants to cancel. No, 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 I don't want to cancel. See, that canceling is different. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I didn't say I want to cancel Kodak. Yeah, Kodak. I hope that he does grow into being a better person. he needs but to be rehabilitated. This moment in time, he needs to work on it. I, I'm good. <laughs> I'm straight. Yeah. Like Kodak, you do you. You know what I mean? Like I want to root for you, but every time <laughs> I want to, I gotta say, nah, I'm good off that. But right. I do hope that he gets yeah. better, and I do hope that yeah. he turns. I mean, Tupac had a whole bunch of shit going on with him, and now he's considered a legend. Yeah. There was a lot of things. Nipsey was a crip. A lot of you know what most I'm saying? people that are artsy and into this entertainment thing that we love have freaking issues because we are human beings. At the end of the day, we are just, we are no different from anyone else. It's just that we so happen to be able to sing or dance or, right. you know what I mean? And listen, you get so a lot of people like, from like the bottom of the bottom yeah. and that comes with That's mental it. illness, that comes yeah. with you know, mental health issues. There's a lot of different mm. things that come from being in certain situations. Mm. So, like you said, I would never judge because I don't know what you happening want to strongly in his encourage to get it <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but like I said, there's just yeah. certain people that I can champion behind, and then there's certain people yeah. where I can say, you know what, yeah. you work on you, boo. And I think, right? and and it goes to like spiritual growth. Like it's so much. I think he does have an understanding based on like listening to that project, but. Yeah. I don't know. Everybody has those demons that keep climbing back up there. And you gotta, I mean, it's 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 as simple as yeah. this. Like all of our greatest celebrities, heroes, icons, legends come from a place of adversity. They all come from those insane circumstances and they achieve, you know, global success and mm-hmm. whatever else. And, you know, I'm with you in the sense that it's like. I feel like people are going to be who they're going to be. Mm-hmm. And that's just it. You know, but at the same time, there's that aspect of right and wrong. No, I and you I can't totally like get you what just you're can't saying. bypass. Yeah. And that. I do think that we're kind of in I, this phase I right do. now with social media, where that that line has gotten blurred because mm-hmm. people are willing to do anything to get on. So, yeah. like, even with this the baby situation, like the baby's gonna whoop everyone's ass, and well, we just nah, have to accept I even, that. I don't even fault the baby. I feel like the homeboy who came up to try and test him in the Louis store was trying to clout chase. He yeah. wanted to get beat, not that he wanted to get beat up, but he wanted a situation he wanted on to test camera, it, yeah, so that he could be like, yeah, tested the baby just so he could get yeah. a couple of likes and views, and people will have attention on, mm. and it worked because we're talking about him, like he is. Someone that is on YouTube. Well, then I think that that kind of goes back to, you know, like the Kardashian thing or something. It's like, I do think in in the same breath, it's like, okay, that's the beauty of forgiveness. And because it's like, you can start off one way. I don't think you should go seeking things, you know, the negative route. But I do think even that guy can take a bad moment. And turn it around. I mean, you're always going to be known for that. But <laughs> sure, you can you know, take anything, especially in yeah. this era of branding. Anything where people is brand- flippable. Yeah, anything. you can flip it. For me, though, I'm kind of like, <laughs> I don't really respect the fact that people do. Like, I don't respect people going into convenience stores, knocking all the shit no, down yeah, while they're on mm-hmm. live just to get a bunch of views and people. There's are levels. Loser shit is that? No, a lot of people do <laughs> stuff like that. There's definitely levels. Like there's certain people and, you know, on social media that it's like, 
I can, like you say, rally behind. And then there's other people where I'm like, okay, that didn't even make me laugh. Like, what was the point of that? You know what I'm saying? Like, but yet it has thousands and people thousands of people be reaching views. and stretching and doing it's, all kinds it's of aerobics. Hard. It's really hard. I was watching um Woe Vicky's uh YouTube the other day. And um, she was talking about how when she first started out, she was working with a marketing team. And that was what behind the whole mm-hmm. her being black and, you know, all of those crazy things she was saying that led to her having now millions of followers. And so I do think we're in a at a point, you know, where it's like it is you do have to question, like even with me putting a hashtag. But I'm like, OK, that's a hashtag. That's not going to. You know what I'm saying? Kill nobody. Nobody knows who. No, you know. you're not hurting anybody but, in that sense. No. Yeah. But some people do. It's a thin line. I mean, mm-hmm. you just have to... That's why I say it goes back to the creator and just having a yeah. spiritual relationship of like, okay, where what are my limits here? And I, but you know? see, that's the thing. I, I yeah. think that's what Kimber's saying too. It There is a thin line, but then there isn't. Like, they, we all do know right and wrong. And mm-hmm. we know, like, for instance, yeah, maybe me going to a convenience store saying suck my dick and then knocking everything over might get me a million followers in, in three months if but I it's continue not doing But that. someone just stocked that but, shelf and you got to fucking right, relax. Someone just stocked that. That's, some, <laughs> that's somebody's uh, livelihood yeah. where they just, they might have okay, just Okay, but what if of, they put the the stuff back on the shelf when they get done? Then what? Then that's, that's cute. But okay. That's cute, why but we, you why didn't fuck up the, the chips. Somebody's going to go in there and get a crunchy bag yeah, of chips like now. it's a mess. <laughs> I can go for some chips right now, actually. <laughs> like the bag, the, the, the chips ain't going to be Shout out to the bag of chips. Hold, I'm going to get a bunch of dusty chips. Wrong is wrong is wrong is wrong. Yeah, I did something but, fucked up. But if they fix it, is that kind of like set production? They're they're a great person for fixing it, but they production. still fuck some shit no, up. No, but you see, I mean, that's my the whole thing. thing is, like we've become this this society of all you got to do is issue out some tired some ass public pub, some statement. Well, I wouldn't say I'm that. sorry. That's what a lot of people do. Though. No, no, that's yeah, what America I, I, does, I agree. and it just doesn't work. But we also have to look at the fact, like before, I think social media offered us um, Hollywood. It did. You know what sure. I'm saying? It offered us Hollywood. And before we really got into the realm of that, you know, there were all these other high power people organizing, you know, marketing strategies and for all sure. these, you know, ploys between even with Lil Bow Wow and Lil Romeo. Send you know what I'm saying? Like a lot of the stuff that we felt was real <laughs> was not real. And so I think yeah. it's just like the everyday person is now getting into the creative mental of how do I become, you know, a great... I, I agree you know with that I mean? 100%. I so just, it's complicated. I just still stand by like, yo, that's great. I want everybody to understand marketing, branding, business, mm-hmm. because that's really what social media has opened up for, for people is to understand that realm mm-hmm. in a different way. For you to be like 12 years old and understand that, oh, well, this picture is getting more likes than that picture. So maybe I should make more And that a like lot of that. it's not real. That's a right. major thing. And, and I'm only giving you this snapshot of my life. Cool. Mm-hmm. Understandable. But with that power comes responsibility, just like everything sure else. Sure does. Mm-hmm. And if you decide to do it a certain type of way, listen, this is a, a karmatic world. Like karma's going to come back. And, I agree. I in agree. Some way, shape, or form. Yeah, and, I personally, I w- I don't think I would go out to like ambush them. I don't even think that don't even sound like me. That ain't it. But but I I feel like if a person does want to do that, look, slide that man a hundred dollars. I'm sorry about anything I damaged. I would like to use this be- for whatever and just do it the right way. Because but at the end of the day, there's corporations. The right okay, well then that I I agree. Or you know what I'm saying? But the better like, way would be like, hey, can I do thing. that? Yeah. And then most likely you're gonna get a no. 
<laughs> you, and that's well, why they're not doing that. Yeah, the bottom line is integrity. Really, it's all yeah. about integrity. And I agree. We I agree. don't have that. That's what is being lost. I do Integrity, agree. self-respect. I do agree. We don't fucking Because even it. offering somebody some cash to use something or to do use their property, that's integrity. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. And and, and, and leading with that. Leading with, like, that's like, that's like me saying, like, some girl comes in and, and she's getting undressed or something and I, and she's like, you know, don't take any video or nothing. I'm like, yeah, I ain't going to take no video. <laughs> And then it's posted, and then it's like, yo, but this got us a million dollars, so here's the million dollars. That's not integrity. Regardless if she loves the million dollars now or not, I didn't fuck her shit up. Maybe she can never get a job again. Maybe that has done yeah. something to her. But her. if you offer the million dollars first, then That's hey. integrity. Yeah. yeah. Hey, I'm about to take this video because mm-hmm. you got some nice tatas. Look. And I think it's gonna do get some, us a million do dollars. Do good business. That's the bottom line. Like do good business, have integrity. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. And, Absolutely. Do what you got to do. Make your I think make that's what moves. we need to get back to. Mm-hmm. So does anybody follow politics before I, I bring us mm-hmm. down this road? I, you know, I'm I a hippie. Really. I cannot and I will I try not to stay do away it. from that. <laughs> I will not do it. Like I hear things, you know, and I'm just like, mm, okay. All right. Well, for the listeners then, you know, um, everything has come to a head when it comes to this investigation into the president. Um, and so there has been like this controversy for the last two months. Since I think April, um, no, it might have been March. Oh yeah, it was since March. Since March, uh, regarding like the the president, um, and this Russia investigation. So basically, what happened was there was a report that came out from the the council that was investigating. The report basically said we felt like we couldn't charge the president because of policies that are on deck regarding charging presidents that are still in power. However, there are there is evidence that a crime may have been committed. But we just can't indict him. Oh, until he's out of office. Until he's out of I'm office. I'm trying to put this link up. Exactly. So that's basically where they're at. Um, it's still a headache. <laughs> Kimber's rubbing her temples. <laughs> <laughs> because it's all a bunch of fuck shit. First and foremost, I am a firm believer in this. I don't have to. No one has to do anything. Mm-hmm. Everything we have in place is literally just an excuse. It's just words. If mm-hmm. you really care about the well-being of your fucking country and your fucking people, you're going to do what you have to do. Mm-hmm. There's literally nothing that can stop Anyone from impeaching, assassinating, whatever the measure no, needs to, to be taken. To <laughs> <laughs> like, I just, it's just bullshit. And that's why I don't pay attention to politics. And I don't feel like there's any real significance in any of like this infrastructure we're like teeter tottering on because mm. it all just sounds like a bunch of roundabout fuck shit. What laws are in place that would prevent you from? Indicting someone of a crime, a crime, right. a oh, verified crime, whereas everyone else, a little bit of weed, they're in jail. Mm-hmm. You know, the deaths that we've, you know, dealt with as far as like Trayvon and Garner and everyone else. What? Where's the difference? Where's the line? Well, why do they, do you know why they do that? Where because the presidents can Because they don't mean well. Because like, they don't you know what I mean? mean well. You, why they don't indict? Because they don't yeah, mean like, well. Yeah, like, why is it that a president 
You know what I'm saying? Like, so, why? Because okay. they don't mean us any any good. Well, the uh, reasoning at hand, and I mean, I'm not discrediting the belief that Kimber has because I do, I do agree. Like, if you're rich and you're powerful, the the rule book is a little different for you. But the reasoning at hand is because that person is running the country, and so they have a whole bunch of different um, multifaceted things that are on the table. That if they're dealing with a court case or they get they get arrested it disrupts the flow of government and policy and that's, what's that's government and policy oh, but i see what you said cuz like, then they have to do a whole new election and or all it, it's things. supposed to go to the next person the but vice then president the vice president is also kind of yeah. cooked up in this shit so then it would have to go to like the speaker of the house oh no um and then <laughs> like all of that can <laughs> can disrupt civil engagement like then people who support trump mm-hmm. may want to rebel and they may want to you know do fuck shit so like that's the idea behind it is that if you indict him and especially the way he's been running where he's called he's calling everything a witch hunt Mm -hmm. and everything is like a conspiracy against him so he's been able to brand it to make it make sense for him where it's like yo you know if they try to indict me it's just nothing but treason and conspiracy and things like that Mm -hmm. so that is the reason at hand but I do agree with some of what Kimber's saying in terms of like the rule book shouldn't, it's always different. Like is they always say like one thing, especially when it comes to black and brown bodies where it's like, no, well that was the law. But then when it comes to yeah. people who have power or money, it's like, well, you know, this is their it's first offense. It's always an excuse. It's yeah. always an excuse. And ultimately, you know, it it literally means nothing. I have these conversations like with my friends all the time. Mm -hmm. Just, I mean, it. Like, what's really the purpose of all of this shit that we live in? It's a tough topic because you kind of feel like you're going in circles with it because, Mm -hmm. you know, but I I think it's like life moves in cycles. Mm -hmm. And I think like every race has had their time where they've had been under like a suffering, you know, even if you go back to like the Egyptian times mm-hmm. when we were enslaving, you know, um, a lot of people, I, I, you know, it's unfortunate, but I, I guess it's just kind of the flow of the world, you know? So we as just, long as humanity we is involved. Keep, yeah. Yeah. We just have to keep fighting for the light and the good. And, you know, I that's just need all you really to can like, do. You know what I mean? Cause these, what else can you do? But that's the thing about right. it. There is something we can do. We can all fucking turn off our televisions and stop watching these dumbass fucking conferences and whatever other fucking shit they have. Voting, well, I don't care. They're just what... going to do it without us. And then that's even worse because then, then we're unaware. We're uneducated. But we are and the masses and we know. have the power. We literally have the power. If all of us, if all of us, I'm talking about the billion whatever population literally turns their back on politics and does not vote, does not pay attention to any of these fuck ass campaigns. Do you know what would happen? Like we literally determine the value of everything. Humanity determines the value of a dollar. If we decided collectively that leaves and that's why I said is the next the currency, that's light. it. The focus on light. If that's what something you feel passionate about, right? Then you know, go out there, make an organization, do something that is going to bring that into fruition. Because at the end of the day, the way I believe life is is that we are are all in some way or another like sacrificial. Because mm-hmm. I'm only gonna take it to this point. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? I'm gonna take it here and then. I might pass away and then 
hopefully my lineage or maybe somebody else that was just inspired by me takes it to here. Right. And that's all That's all I think we were called here to do. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's yeah. just pass the torch. Yeah. So at least make sure you, you know, take it in the yard before you do. Yeah. You know? Some people, though, like these demons that we call our president and mm-hmm. our House of Congress and whatever else, like we just got to stop fucking playing around with them. Yes, politics is definitely convoluted. I mean, there's a lot of um, there's a lot of conspiracies that can be thought about. There's a lot of corruption. There are a lot of yeah. different things that unfortunately um, foster the belief that you know they they aren't doing right by their people and individuals. And I I agree to some extent. Like there are a lot of things. It, it does sound like a big excuse as to why can't something be done when we kind of have the idea that something corrupt had happened, but yet all it takes is is for the cops to believe something happened and they're pulling you over. That's it. And searching your no, car. No, I totally... That happened to me when I had short hair. Like, I got yeah. pulled over and I think they thought I was like a guy or something. I had like a baseball cap on. It was like the middle of the night and I actually... I don't smoke anymore, but I had just smoked a blunt and I was like... <laughs> Like, they got me right. Like, yo, I was tight. And um, yeah, but he had no, I was like, is there a reason why you pulled me over? And he's like, no, no like, it's just, just protocol. I just, I just, he's like, oh, um, just be aware, you know, we're out here in this area. And I'm like, what? Mess. So I do, and I will say, especially as black men in America, like, I totally, my heart goes out to black men because it's not easy. For sure. Like, you guys are definitely targeted. And it's oh, not sure. fair. It's not fair. It's not right. Um, and I've been in situations where by myself, you know, I feel the way the energy is. And when I'm with my black homeboys or cousins or whatever, mm-hmm. and we getting pulled over or just, you know what I'm saying? The whole energy is just crazy the way it shifts so you know like i said we just have to just take our steps and and hope for, for the sure. best i mean know? there's always ways i think engagement is is definitely one way i think also being aware of the fact that you know some of these things just don't always line up they don't always align because if you stay vigilant if you stay engaged in the process then you're doing your part but if you also mm. stay vigilant that there are there may be things that don't align the way that they say they're supposed to, then that allows us to kind of be progressive and move things in the direction that we need them to or want them to. I think it's all rigged. You know, when people talk about voting and vote or die and whatever other campaign, it's all well. That I don't bullshit. agree with. I don't. I don't agree with that because I've seen voting on on a very technical specific level especially when it comes to local voting i've seen people who have been my friends who they shouldn't be elected and because of their story because of what they they've done for their for their city and knocking on doors and i've seen like campaigns from the ground up so i wouldn't i wouldn't suggest that But on a level of global power i don't think the same rules apply I think, I think it think does because simple. when you're talking about representative House of Representatives, that's literally grassroots voting. When we're talking about like even Alexandria, Alexandria um, Cortez, like no one would have expected that 29 year old girl to become a representative for the 14th district of New York, and that's why she's there. But mm. why? Because you think they planted her? She's not doing anything that. 
is religion for, and politics, kids. <laughs> she's not doing anything that that would help the current system. She's disrupting the system. So I mean, I get it, but I mean, it's more profitable to orchestrate destruction as well as peace. Sure, but that that's in we're talking about that's war. Like there's that in that in that sense, yeah. What it's she, not even war. How it, she's disrupting is it would disrupt billions of dollars. Is it wouldn't be profitable for the people that she's trying to disrupt. Okay. So I mean, we'll you just see gotta how look, that plays out. You gotta look into her policies. Look into her policies. Wonderful. We'll we'll see how that plays out. All I'm saying is I've seen it on a grassroots level and I've seen it on a major stage, and there are people that yeah, it has a lot to do with money and. You know, you got a lot of people who have a say in what goes on through that aspect. But there is a grassroots aspect of politics. So you can't just discredit it altogether. You can't just say, well, it's all made up. They're just picking people out the hat. Even with Trump, nobody nobody thought that man was getting elected. Not one person. It wasn't even in the in the the projections that he would be able to. There was no state that they thought... Oh, there was no path, rather, that they thought he would be able to get there. No one knew that Pennsylvania was going to flip like that. That's really what allowed him to take the country because popular vote, he wasn't there. I mean, and in terms of that, like that really kind of fucks up like the whole system. I think everybody thought Hillary was going to win. Everybody in the world thought she was going to win. Okay. I mean, but there was conspiracies on both sides, okay. right? Okay. There was conspiracies saying that they weren't going to let Hillary not win. Mm-hmm. Were they not? Okay. I'm asking you. Was that not a conspiracy that was out there? Just well, don't text think, me when everything goes. I loud. think a woman <laughs> leading the country. I think that's a that's a big topic. She's not a woman. She's a snow owl. But okay. <laughs> <laughs> All I'm saying is, if there's this this conspiracy, then people got to pick one. It's either the conspiracy that Trump, you know, won because they wanted Trump to win, and or it's a conspiracy that Hillary was going to win because they weren't because she was so attached to everything. Well, the bottom right? line, as far as the election with of Trump, is that racism is still alive. They just be concealing it, as Kanye Omari West said. You know, like there is an undercurrent For sure. of an unwillingness to accept that people of color exist and whatever else. So that, sure, but we all know about electoral college. We all know how things actually work, and there may be a greater agenda. You know that we're not aware of. That's just how I feel. How about does it. the electoral college work? Essentially. These people have the ultimate say. They have the delegates that they. Fancy words for they have the final decision. Yeah, it's Thanks a little so. bit more technical than that, but I. I hear yeah, I, I guess, but ultimately, really. I. That's how the conspiracies like to, <laughs> they, to yeah. pre- present it, but I understand what you're saying. Um, because I mean, if you really want to talk about what a true democracy is, for sure, there should be no electoral college. Thanks. That's but I mean, there's candidates that talk about that. So, 
What are they? They plant. Seed? I don't know. Just watch like all seasons of House of Cards. I, I've seen House of Cards. So like, why are we having this Conspiracy, conversation? Yes, because that's entertainment. Because that's the type of shit they do. They play these games with. That's entertainment. With people that, like and power. that's like power. Power is, is the extremity. You don't think it's possible that presidents I didn't say can orchestrate about murders and, and whatever else not. to make shit work in their favor? I didn't, say anything, I didn't say anything about what is and is not possible. Okay. Obviously, that's possible because mm-hmm. there's been assassinations before. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying that you cannot discredit the whole institution because when you do that, then you take your own power away. You still have hope. It's okay. No, it has nothing to do with hope. It has to do with actually seeing it work. I mean, if you've never seen it work, then I can understand your perspective, but I've seen it. Okay. That's good. I'm glad you've seen it. Maybe if you got engaged, you would see it too. I don't get engaged because I know it doesn't work, but okay. You can't know it doesn't work if you haven't tried. How do you know if something works or not if you haven't tried it? I just know it doesn't work. I don't trust these people. All right, so Netflix. (laughs) Who y'all got in this Netflix and Disney Plus fight here? Because Disney Plus is definitely trying to get Netflix the fuck up out of here. I mean, you know, Walt Disney, God rest his soul, Sagittarius gang, you know, pimping from beyond the grave. It's like, it's only a matter of time, honestly. And I feel like Netflix is where it is because they made it too cheap. Hmm. I think that the Disney movies will always be classics, but mm-hmm. I think that Netflix has created... They are so innovative. I'm always a fan of That's the innovators fan. and the people that are you know always there to catch on to the next wave. Mm-hmm. I think Netflix will continue to innovate. I think that they have definitely made enough millions to where if they don't make another dollar tomorrow, they'll be okay. Yeah. But they're also... I mean, Netflix is making their own movies. Like, come on. Yeah. You can't... I mean, Series, yeah. yeah. I think Disney, you know, will always be what it is, but I think that I think Netflix is is gonna hang in there for the fight, and I think they're gonna continue to elevate because once they started getting in the game of actually making movies, you know what I'm saying? They they put themselves in a position right. to always be able to innovate with the yeah. Times. Netflix is very progressive, yeah. but Disney is literally a beast. They got Marvel like. Come on. I now. mean, well, the problem right now is Netflix is in debt because of their, their original content. Mm-hmm. So the original content has put them in debt. Um, and the prop, well, the the real issue is, is when Disney launches this fall, there's a projection that people might go to Disney and follow you know, subscribe to that. But Disney ain't making Netflix. that R-rated stuff that people want right. to see. Very so, true. Because right. Netflix is, to me, is like the HBO stars of mm-hmm. their, you know what I'm saying? So, I, I don't know. I think there's room in the market for both of them to exist, but we don't, you but know, they don't know play what's going way. on in their office. Yeah, I don't think they Disney don't wants the market to have both of them But exist. But I also feel like they're a little late to the game to be making those calls. So, I think there's, I don't know, I'll be interesting to watch. They, well, I hear that, but they have the money to to snuff them out. They I do. I don't know. There's like a lot of sleeper companies too. We never know how they're going to. Sleeper go companies about are it. always out there. The problem I see is this: Netflix is in debt. Disney comes out in the fall. They get their subscribership. They're probably going to try and buy out Netflix. They will. They'll absorb. Either and, they'll and be then like they'll have the R-rated content. Yeah. On Netflix, Netflix will still be Netflix, but, but it'll be under Disney. Yeah. Because Disney's beast. Because that's what they did to Fox. <laughs> They bought out Fox. 
Um, they bought out ESPN. Well, then I, I guess the question is going to be if the number is enough for Netflix or, or what, you know what I mean? Because one thing, and I think that even goes back to like what's going on with like gentrification mm-hmm. and everything, because mm-hmm. it's like, I think it, it becomes like, okay, well, what, what did you get in the game for? Mm-hmm. And I think that will reflect in the decisions that are made. And if it's a fight that they feel like they are inevitably inevitably gonna lose i'm just afraid of of monopolies i don't like monopolies and i think disney is definitely up there as a monopoly i mean obviously we got facebook as another monopoly Mm. um and i'm scared of a disney monopoly like netflix can't exist it's already it's already i know it's already there but (laughs) you gotta have some sovereignty out there like i think it's gonna depend on their values and the level of debt like, is it something they can come back from? No, it's, it's like, from what I heard, it's like millions to billions of dollars in debt. First of all, have the founders already sold it on to someone else? What, the debt? No, no, no like the, the, the original founders. The, no, the founders um, of Netflix. Are they still with no, the company? Bought out. I don't think they bought out. No. So we have to, I think it's something we have to watch. I mean, this might be it but for dang, them. like they just paid out Beyonce. So I'm confused. Like, that's probably what did it. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, when you make, so like. With those big companies, you get a, a large credit line. Like you get a whole bunch of so they're working. They work, and a lot of times with, they're making strategic moves. Right, too. And a lot of times with companies, what they'll do is they'll work themselves into the red because there's already a projection that they'll get back up and they'll make a profit. It's at some literally point. like the Big Short. Has anyone seen that movie? Sounds familiar. Essentially, yeah, it does where sound the guy, like this guy, Christian Bale, bets against the housing market, knowing that it's going to crash, and gets a profit off of it. It's kind of the same. Right, right, right. Yeah. So like you you know you're gonna go deep into debt and but you have projected already that at this point in time you're gonna come back out of it. So what happened was they did that with the the selling of the movie content part of it. And then what, last five years or so they started going to the original content. Now making all that original content is what put them in debt. Mm-hmm. So now that it's just bad timing that Disney is now coming out with their subscription service because a lot of people are like, well, one I know most of us is not, I'm not buying like Disney, then I'm buying Netflix, then I'm buying Hulu. Like I might as well just but get cable all over again. As much and shout out to Disney if you guys want to work. But, um, you know, for me, <laughs> shameless. <laughs> no, for me, I just think um, I love Disney. I watched their movies since I was a kid. For that reason, I would subscribe you know, just to get those classics. I in. think it's seven ninety nine too. It's not like over. Yeah, expensive. I but would do it for the classics. But ads? come on, we need Who some knows? grown because people Hulu stuff. Is trifling like... like that, they'll take your little nine ninety five and still have ads running on your shit. So. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I would like to see what original content Disney would have. I mean, obviously they're doing they're expanding the Marvel universe, which is a big ticket. Um, but unless they have some like real. HBO level, yeah. Yeah. Most likely not. I feel like Disney just sticks to that true, tried and true formula of family and and friends. And and why break that? It's like, you know, it's like the medical field. Like, there's some fields in life that are just always going to make money. Mm -hmm. And if, you know, that child book, people are always going to have kids. Yeah. Everyone's going to You can tell that they're trying to snuff Netflix out, though, because that whole raid on Netflix taking all their Marvel stuff back. Like canceling every like what they literally did to Netflix is they pressured them by overpricing the content. So 
Daredevil, right. whatever they were paying for. All Daredevil. those licensing deals that Netflix already was having to pay they out tripled just it. to have those movies. Yeah. They tripled it so that they knew that they wouldn't be able to, to pay for it so they could take the content back. So they're trying to get rid of they're trying to get rid of Netflix. But it will be an interesting fight. Um They better go down to the church house and start praying, do something cuz Yeah, I mean it's just bad timing Maybe the they just debt. have to like sage the building, the company building. I mean, I definitely it's time for some spiritual warfare if you ask mm-hmm. me cuz me, so I start messing with me, huh? The I'm secret fasting. I'm gonna be like, Lord, I'll come before you. <laughs> like, are you playing no games? The secret is probably to find Walt Disney's body and burn it. I'm done. You're so silly. <laughs> um, all right, Blues Clues. We here for the new Blues Clues? Did you anybody see the first see of what all? That's gonna look like? I heard about Dora being like a whole live thing, and I, I feel a way about that. I'm very, you know, me, I'm very much like. Can we not? So keep it the way it was. What's supposed to be happening with Blues Clues? So it's a CGI dog. Jesus Christ! <laughs> and we have a new host. So I think they went through what, like three hosts uh, since Steve. There was Steve. Mm, I like Steve. I haven't watched it since then. Honestly, everybody like, likes Steve. I used to have the little notepad too. Like that notepad was fire. Like I want that back. Actually, I mean, listen, it's a that new generation. I feel like. Because a lot of millennials were upset. They were like, oh my God, you know, if it ain't Steve, I don't want it. But I think Steve got like arrested not too long ago for some craziness. Is it craziness. Steve or is it Joe? Because Steve, I, I heard- One it. of them got arrested. It has to be Joe because Steve was from my <laughs> era and we felt away when Steve went missing. We thought Steve died from cancer. We thought that was the only thing that could keep him from the show. Turns out he's still alive. Last I remember, there was Joe. I, I, well, from, and we knew Joe wasn't shit. So what did he get arrested from? For? What a lot of people were saying online is Steve got arrested for some coke or something like that. Joe, so, that sounds like a Joe. Sounds like a Joe thing. But uh, yeah, so um, they have a new host. Uh, this guy looks super energetic. <laughs> <laughs> gotta be. Um, listen, it's for the new kids. I'm not mad at it. I gotta check it out for my nieces. Yes, I'm not mad at mm-hmm. it from from what I see CGI. Blue look popping. I'm not even gonna hold you. Um, <laughs> that so. sound fire. Did they give him? Did they CGI give her blue. Fur? Uh, like yeah, she has, she, has, she has a little bit of texture on there. Mm. I'm not it, it looks. It looks alright. I'm mm. not. As much as I like traditional things, I also think some of this new generation needs to experience some of what we have. So uh, I ain't mad at it. I ain't mad at it at all. Mm. DJ Khaled. Anybody listen to the project? Size Another I fellow Sag, to, I did not listen. I really do. I need to like. Yo, what is up with y'all? No, you no, have a music I... podcast about hip hop, and you're a musician. No, you know what's why going on? I, I didn't, and this is like, you know what? I have a very competitive nature, low key. So like, <laughs> <laughs> so I'm in my house, right? And they started playing music outside, so they were playing the DJ Khaled project. So I'm like. Well, first of all, they playing music a little loud. So I'm like, oh, so I'm about to play my music. I'm about oh to outplay gosh. them. Okay. So I'm like playing my music, trying to play it louder. I'm like, oh, I'm about to find them more fire songs, like mm-hmm. whatever. And they were just playing it. I'm like, dang, now I really do want to listen to the DJ Khaled Project, but I'm not going to like be listening to it after they already started it. So okay, I'm going to have to listen to it in my own time. Long I don't know. Like short. the last Khaled project I listened to was Suffering From Success. Mm-hmm. Um, that mm-hmm. was like ages ago. I don't know. Like I'm just never with the shits that y'all are with. There's no other way to put it. Like I've been, you know what I've been listening to these past few days? You have a hip hop 
podcast. And that's when I pay attention. <laughs> when it's like, you know, we're on a recess right now. We're on summer break. I don't want to hear And I've shit. just been, you're going to, because that's what it is. I just don't listen to mainstream music in general. I don't. It just doesn't serve me. It doesn't do anything for me. You know, I just don't listen to it. So I don't know. I don't I mean, know. I, I saw I mean, he was I, selling furniture a couple days. Like, you know, I'm fantastic. Done. I, I don't want know. to, though. I really want to listen to it. I want to. I've heard a couple songs. Mm-hmm. I definitely heard the Nipsey record. And I there were fire. there were a few other ones. I think maybe it was a Chris Brown one. It was a few, you yeah, know. Yeah, but a Chris Brown one up there. I'm, yeah, I'm the type of person. I like to, and, and that's also why I did my album the way I did. I like, I'm a... I need to hear it from start to finish, no interruptions. Right. So I can really make my assessment of who I think you are, what what's going on with you, like, you know, so I need to find that block of time to just like listen to it. And I want to see what the message is too. For I'm sure. really big on that. Yeah. Yeah, I, I won't give I won't give a review now. Me and Distinguished will do a Taylor Cut review. Cause y'all are trash, y'all. <laughs> y'all are not listening. I I'm not trash. I have the mind of a producer. Hefty. I've been listening to. You are hefty, right? I now. I mean, at least let me be a force glad. flex, a little force flex. <laughs> okay, I can do a glad mm-hmm. force a glad flex. bag, a glad yeah. force flex. Don't call me no hefty, okay? Um. So Tyler, you've been in the industry for a while now. Yes. I would like for you to talk about like the art of networking for you. Like, how do you feel is the appropriate way to network Woo. in this industry? Because I know ah. people are annoying. So ah. how? No. Um. Networking. Okay. Must do it. Um. <laughs> I think. To me, I think that's where reading books really comes in really mm-hmm. strong for me because I feel like. It's all like people management. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Um, knowing how to talk to people, knowing what they want out of it, and also having a resilient nature to where, you know, you don't get discouraged if you don't get that response. There's been people that I literally like told my life story to right. and did not even and like, like, respond. Like, okay. like didn't respond at all. I'm like, yeah, like I'm on welfare. They like mm, don't care. That's what's like, up. You know what I'm saying? And so I think it's like, yeah, just tough skin. Don't be afraid to go for it. Like, um, I watched like Gary Vee. He talks about a lot of stuff like that. Like, you know, we care too much sometimes. But I also think like I I read a lot of like relationship books and stuff like when I was going through some hard times and like really discovering who I was as a woman. Mm-hmm. And that helped me because as we know, like a lot of this industry is male dominated. So, you know, I learned, okay, you know what? Maybe you don't want to send a whole paragraph. Maybe you want to just send the key points and be a little more concise and maybe want to lead with certain aspects of the conversation. So I feel like it's just a level of mastery that Mm kind of comes along with, with networking. And, you know, I think what you can read, what you can ask from others to learn about, you know, how you can communicate better with people, definitely do that. Um, and then just kind of try to find your way through it and, and don't give up. And mm-hmm. you know what I mean? But it, it's hard. It's like dealing with people. You're never going to please everybody. But I do feel like you have to kind of like know who you are or people right. will tell you who you are, know what you want out of things or people will give you what scraps are left, you know? Mm-hmm. And it's just sort of that kind of thing. Yeah, I agree. I think that it's funny. I think it's ironic because I think this generation... Networking is actually more about being raw and authentic than what it used to be back in the day where it was like, how professional can you be? 
So like when you stepped in a room, mm-hmm. how professional could you present yourself? I think at least in entertainment, it's kind of the opposite now. It's like it is. how much of you can you give me where I can say, oh, I resonate or I, I really like this individual. I think it seems that way from online, but I think a lot of people that we meet that are so outspoken online or that have these personalities, I mean, heck, even Beyonce, you know, she's a very quiet, you know, to our knowledge, to the public knowledge, she's not like rah, rah, rah when you meet her, mm-hmm. but her work is out there. And when well, she being is authentic stage, isn't rah, rah, just being yourself. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, I think a, a lot of people are on the more out there side especially as a blade you know what i mean yeah they can be and i think that for a lot of people it actually works out for them you know like I think, cardi b I think yes and no because i think like if i were to meet some people if i were to meet some people in person and i never saw their instagram i would be like uh who is this like okay i don't even know you know it just depends i think it's just about like energy I think That's what I'm about, saying. Yeah. Authenticity. If someone comes to you and But they, some people are authentic and I don't like who they are. Right. You know and what I, I mean? I think that, that that is what people go off of nowadays more than how professional. Me coming up to you with a business card. Hi, my name is Xavier Bishop. I am a podcaster. I do... You're not you going to resonate with that. You think it used to be that way, though? Huh? You think yeah, it's absolutely. really... Absolutely. For sure. 90s? In the 90s? Try to network with somebody in the 90s. Motown. <laughs> Honey, they had people going through charm school so they can present themselves a certain way. There was like, you know, that door-to-door salesman kind of aspect where your shoes are shining. Sure. When they, okay. when they networking. We were way more together. Now you can walk up in like an executive boardroom of a of a record label and be like, I'm about to be out here, listen to my music. And it's like, you know. But I think that's like Bobby anything. Brown. And, you know, I don't know. Mm-hmm. To me, I feel like it's always for the artist been that openness but I, I think but they still that's try what to managers are for it. so the artists could be crazy you know what Ooh. I mean like I well I think, I think the biggest difference that we can see is is even how artists are accepted now so for instance even like going back to our previous conversation if the label saw someone knocking down shit in in a, a store mm. that person's not getting signed back in the day like I'm mean, back in the day, yeah. That right, person back not in getting, the day. is not getting signed. Now, mm. nowadays the they see that, but they got oh, okay, one point M million. All right, we still having a boardroom meeting That's with it. them. We like this guy. Like that wasn't the case back in the day. So I think definitely it was well, more yeah. about there was you don't no, have there to was be nothing, as polished. But I think that was because there was nothing to show that the number with the numbers back in the day that this person being crazy worked. I mean, you get what I'm saying? Like that now, true. because no, you had like kiss. You had. You could go even further back than that, like Josephine Baker, Marilyn Monroe, like all of those edgy. They were stars, kind of, but they were edgy. They yeah. weren't the most appropriate, mm-hmm. but they still had that undercurrent of criticism and devaluing because of how they presented themselves. Whereas people with a more wholesome image tended to do better. Yeah, today, mm. today, like a Marilyn Manson, that ain't shit. Yeah. <laughs> hey, that ain't nothing. I see. Like, that's a that's everyday person yeah, right now. Right. We're good. Mm-hmm. So like we'll put more money behind it. Mm-hmm. But I, I definitely I mean definitely networking back in the day was more if if I had to go to a networking event, I gotta put on a suit, mm-hmm. I gotta put on a tie. You gotta get I, a perm. I gotta I have to have my <laughs> resume on deck. Mm-hmm. I have to have everything documented. Now I think networking, you you go in, you look 
in character as to what you're presenting mm-hmm. and you have to give your best self in yeah. terms of like who you are not so much who you want to represent yeah you know and and i think an important note to just touch on briefly um is just like especially for me as a woman and i have a record about that actually mm-hmm. called heartache um and it's about sort of like my battles in the industry as a woman and you right. know going to these studio sessions sometimes and being asked to do more on the mic than sing a you know That's sing a crazy. tune Ooh, and, and you know and so i think also it's important like as women and just as people For when sure. you network with people that's why I always push the spirituality mm-hmm. because I think when I meet people immediately, like there was this guy recently, I'm not going to say where he was from, but the label that he was from, I already knew I've had to put my guard up as soon as I mm-hmm. met him. Cause I'm like, Oh yeah. Mm, I know what y'all be up to, mm-hmm. you know? So he's like the first day we met, like putting his hand on my leg and just like I was ready like, to turn you it off. Wow, you know what wow. I'm saying? And and then even use my religion, mm. you know what I'm saying, against me, like, oh, um, I'm very spiritual. I'm a very spiritual guy. Yeah, I yeah, you know, God brought us together. You get Jesus. what I'm saying? But see, that's why, you know, people would say, Well, you know, the devil used to be an angel too. Mm. So at the end of the day, I feel like you know, you have to find some form and, you know, of spirituality to be sort of like a, you know, a moral compass of who you're dealing with. You know what I'm saying? And when you start seeing those red flags, dip out of that situation because it's not worth it. It's eight point something, 7.8 billion people in the world. Mm-hmm. You will find somebody else that will respect you Absolutely. and help you to achieve your goals. You know what I'm saying? While being a good person to you as well. For sure. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I think, I think that's very important, especially mm-hmm. in this day and age where, you know, we do have some more connectability. We can connect with multiple yeah. different people, different personalities. Um, I used to hold on to that. Like, I'm so happy I'm growing out of that space. Like, I used to be so afraid. And sometimes I still feel that fear every now and then of just, like, letting go. Like, be, being okay with, like, you know, I, I'm more comfortable with it now. Like, when I see a red flag, oh, mm-hmm. you know. But I used to definitely be hold on more like, oh, well, maybe this person is kind of good or maybe they're... But you have to be a little bit more finite in your decisions to kind of like separate from just people that are not, you know what I mean? Like just are not meaning you well. Right. Have to. Yeah. Not everybody yeah. means really, not everybody means well for you. And a lot of times people have their own motives and agendas. And mm-hmm. I think that a lot of, that circles back to a lot of what you said earlier in terms of like knowing yourself. If Pete, one, for the person who is who that energy is being projected onto like you have to know yourself in order not to fall for those things but yeah. also the person doing it most of the time they don't know themselves because they're hurt doing people it hurt people that and it's like yeah. oh she's physically attractive so i gotta see what i can do with her but are y'all really connecting are y'all really getting to know each other do you really want to be in this person's life in the capacity that you say so like to bring up oh god brought us together you must be talking to me like I'm about to be your wife. Because if you think this is going to be a one and done, then something's wrong with you. But but even like when you let someone know, hey, you know what? Actually, I just want to focus on business. And mm-hmm. I think that's an important line, ladies, to remember. Like sometimes we have to be clear. Because when I was younger, I was a little more, mm-hmm, oh, 
you yeah, know. Yeah, that QT shit where, don't work. Yeah, because I didn't, I was young. I didn't know how to deal with a grown man coming at me mm-hmm. a certain kind of way. I didn't know how to deal with that. So I just, I don't want to be rude because I don't want to mess up my opportunity. Right. But you think all of these things, but like if I could talk to my younger self or, you know, younger women, I would just tell them like, you know, do not be afraid. Like you don't have to be rude. But don't be afraid to say, hey, actually, I'm sorry. I, I'm actually here to focus on, you know, making this record. If that's not something you're interested in, that's okay. Maybe, you know, maybe we'll catch up an- another time right, down right. down the road or whatever. But you or have never. to sometimes. Yeah, or <laughs> or never. But, you know, you want to try to keep it cool. Like, because I've had situations like where I, it brought out a negative side of myself in which I'm not trying to be in that Throwing space anymore. Okay, <laughs> okay. I had to use some choice words and, you know, let people know about themselves. And after that moment, it was a situation in Atlanta after I basically cussed this dude out, like, Mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? Gave him a New York style cuss out, like for disrespecting me, you know what I'm saying? And, and the female I was with, he called us B words, by the way. Mm -hmm. And he, the female I was with, she wanted to like get back in the car after he called us those names. And I'm like, I'm, I'm sorry. Like, I didn't mean to hit her with the "Are you dumb, Remy Ma?" voice, but it's like sometimes. it's like there's no way in this world that I was getting back in that car. But you see, and that's where you have to kind of be. You that's know what the I'm thing saying? about like, it. Just loops back to what we were discussing before. It's all about integrity, and not everyone has it. Yeah, and you have to be willing to have that much faith and that much trust in yourself. We live in a society that focuses on breaking up that trust in yourself, where you can sell somebody that has literally the keys to all of your success and be like, hey, no, like I'm actually not trying to do anything else. And people will respect you. When I was young, I would, God, I mean, I know he brought me through things for a reason, Mm -hmm. but you know, sometimes I really wish I knew certain things. You know what I mean? Like in the way that I truly know it now. If you knew what you knew back then. Yeah, because I mean, just years wasted of just not really valuing myself as much as, I could have, should have, and didn't even know, like, I just didn't know how to maneuver Mm -hmm. with the environment that my career is in the middle of, in the center of. And now that I do, and and that's why, you know, I I give glory to God so much, why I do talk about my faith and in every way that I can, because it's like, he was really my rock and my pathway out of the strip club, you know what I'm saying, into the position where now I don't have a job. You know what I'm saying? Like, I do my music full time. Self-sustained, yeah. Yeah, it's just like, it's a miracle to me. Like, I'm so grateful every day. Like, I'm amazed by it. And I feel like I just want to help, you know, young women and young men. Because men go through it too, especially in LA. Mm -hmm. Because you know they got some freak stuff going on out there. But, (laughs) for real. But, um, you know, we just have to learn how to do business. And how to set boundaries. And, you know in this business that could seem so like throw your hands up in the air. Oh yeah. Just whatever. Go with the flow. Like I used to be so scared to even say like, Hey, could we do a split sheet? I just want to make sure I'm getting my credit on this song. Right. 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 You know what I'm saying? Like just afraid because I don't want to, this is my one shot. I'm thinking, you know what yeah, I'm saying? No, like you can't do that to yourself. You can't yeah. sell yourself out. And no. And yeah. I think it's, it's super important to understand that you cannot make everybody happy. And no. I, that's just fuck everybody. That's just the that's just the moral of the story at <laughs> the end em. of the day. As much as I when I first got into the industry, that was my thing. I was afraid to offend any mm-hmm. silo of, of people yeah. that existed. But mm. 
what I realized is one, it was inauthentic, and it was, and people re- people can pick up on stuff like that. People can pick yeah. up, and they they feel they they feel something. Mm-hmm. It really wasn't until I just decided to be like, yo, you know what? Some people may get offended, and I'm not trying to offend people. That's not my that's not mm-hmm. my goal in life. But you may get offended by yeah. w- what my artistry presents, or what I may have to say on the podcast, or mm-hmm. whatever may have you. And if you really are about like yo, I think you should change your thinking, then you'll step to me. You'll mm-hmm. you'll have a conversation with mm-hmm. me. If you really just want to be outraged and get your frustration out and want to use me as that punching bag, then you're going to do that. You're going to mm-hmm. bash me online or whatever you're going to do. Mm-hmm. I can't control that. But my opinion is my opinion. Yeah. And like I'm not going to be able to make everybody happy. Yeah, you, Platforms, you never will. music, mm-hmm. artistry, like there are going to be things that people absolutely yeah. 100% agree with me. There are going to be things that people don't. And yeah. Unfortunately, that's what it is. And and that's just the flaw of humanity in itself. It's like even when you offend somebody, you might not mean to sometimes right. as well. But it's like, you know, we're not perfect. But I just always try to like just be rooted and good. You know what I mean? Just treat Absolutely. people the way you want to be treated. Like things like that. And, love and like, yeah, love first. And if I got to put my foot down, that could sometimes be love, too. It's just letting right. you know I'm lovingly not taking your, right, right. you know. <laughs> you know, we got to move with love. I uh-huh. think that that's the most important thing. But if, sometimes you got to whoop somebody's ass. Yeah, yeah sure. If but they really take you there, yeah. I'm yeah, true to that, true. the baby mantra. Yeah, I mean, you can, you can step with love. And if someone disregards the that, then you got to switch it up sometimes. It's I don't know if I can say that anymore. You got two Sorry, feet. <laughs> One he got hit with like 11 uh, convictions or something like uh, Le- R. Kelly. Oh, 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 yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, that man. Oh. So I was just going to let it go. But then you, you know, I was <laughs> just like, man. I heard, I'm like, ooh, ooh. All right, so let's wrap it up. Um, Tyler, do you have any final words for the listeners, for the people? I know that you said that you were mowing over your date. So if you don't have an exact date, is yes. it happening in the next two, three weeks? It's definitely happening in the next two, three weeks. Um, So what I'm going to do, I'm going to give you guys an official date for iTunes. Okay. Uh, just tell people okay. where they can find you. You can find me. Well, well, I'm telling you for iTunes because I did say, you know, I was going to release that. So June 5th. Everything, God willing, should be on iTunes. And I want to get it out, you know, everywhere else as well. Um, And you can also find me on Instagram and really all platforms at I am Tyla. And so that's I is an igloo, A is an apple, M is in Mary, T is in Tom, Y is in yellow, L is in Larry, A is an apple. Um, Yes. So, you know, definitely follow me. um, Keep up with the journey. I'm so happy and excited to be here. Um, I'm in Biggie's hometown right now. Um, My dad is actually from Marcy Projects in Brooklyn. And um, yeah, I had an incredible time today. And I hope that you guys, you know, stay tuned with the journey. It's a lot of, um, you know, big people following. And, you know, I'm hoping that you guys will join the bunch of those big people. So um, yeah, yeah. (laughs) we we hope we didn't scare you too much. We just crazy over here. Um, All right, cool. Kimber, you got any final words? Before Be blessed. Say, what would that say? Do better. Get your shit together. Whatever. Mm, okay. That's it. it. It ain't the tough knot, but... uh. <laughs> I mean, like, there's only so much you can offer people, you know? Facts. I can only say what's in my heart, and it's that I want everyone <laughs> to do better. 
girls that got you know like like the fucking wigs that are like made out of plastic (laughs) you know put a little curl in it just everyone just take a little stride take a little extra step to do better better. just do better that's all i want (laughs) just do better heard heard sis um all right so what would dad say dad would say it's always amazing brave and really courageous when someone steps out of their comfort zone um to try something new um be something new be something different all right now and i think that everybody should at some point put yourself in a position where things aren't mundane they aren't the same they aren't the what you're used to because you grow exponentially when you put yourself in those type of positions you grow at a, a faster rate you understand things differently and like we can't put ourselves in boxes where it's just like, yo, this is what I believe, this is what I think, this is who I am, and then that's it. It's, that's a difference between having a foundation of who you are and understanding certain things that you just may not let happen to you and your being and your mental, and someone who's like, all right, I I'm just excluding myself to what possibilities may exist. There's always something. That you may not think to be what it is, and there might be an example of it being that, and that might help you expand your mind. For instance, the Navy is is actually starting to say that UFOs exist, and they don't know where them joints is coming from. Now, I, I'm not saying that extreme, but all I'm saying is like open your mind, um, expand expand your horizon, and see what it is out there. And it's always courageous. There's always something new to learn, and um, that's what Dad would say. So this has been another episode of Dad Has Some Bow Ties. We will be back next week. Boy, this boy, thing will be boy, here. Um, D Flow will be be here on the controller. And uh, Tyler, you've been amazing. I Thank know that you. you know you gotta you gotta maneuver a certain type of way. Make sure mm-hmm. you don't mess up your features that are coming down the pipe. I don't give a fuck about features no more. Like they'll happen if they fuck with me. If they don't, they don't. But <laughs> but I'm I I know that this is you know. Your first leg of your yeah. Your, this was my first interview this year, and yeah, Aww, so I'm really excited. Mm-hmm. Getting back in the interview game, I got to do a little press tour, and you know, but follow me, and I'm gonna announce like all the release dates, mm-hmm. the tour dates, because we're gonna do a press tour, and then we're also gonna do like a physical tour, which I'm getting geared up for, and Lord knows the workload is. crazy crazy but um you just yeah, gotta sing all your happen. songs while you're on the yeah track, and, I, and i just i do have to say before you go um that i'm super proud of you because i see you know how dedicated you are to your craft and how hard you, you work and you tell me all of the the horror stories and you tell me all the successes <laughs> and i'm always rooting for you i'm always behind you and anything you need from me i'm always here so um, Thank you. Of course. Um, <laughs> I'm fake drunk. Y'all go make me <laughs> So, you know, I'm I'm always here. I know I give you a hard time, especially when we get into debates. <laughs> but um, I love to do that, too. Um, so anything annoying. you need. Whatever. Kiss my ass, Kimber. <laughs> no, thanks. <laughs> anything you need. I'm here for you. So, um, Thank yeah. you. I appreciate that so much. Seriously. No, 